Ketubot Aflamid Aleph, the last thing we're discussing was that our Mishnah originally said that if a person forced his way with an Ara who's Hayave Lavin, Hayave Kritut, he would be Hayav the Knas also. And it goes against Shimon Atimini, who said there has to be a Havaya, and it goes against Rabbi Shimon Ben Menasiah, who said there has to be a wife that with a Kaima. And it goes against Rabbi Nehunia ben Akana who holds that if someone did an Avera where he's supposed to get a mitabi de Shamay Makaret, then he doesn't have to pay a fine. Abaye learned it from Ason Ason, and the Rabbah learned it from the whole thing with the Molech. And what was the difference between them? We said a Zaru e Teruma, according to Abaye Patur, on the Rabbah Hayab. We're talking about a situation where someone threw something in the person's mouth. Rav Papa said uh, he threw a liquid into his mouth. Rav Ashesh said uh, Zazaru ate his own teruma. In the meantime, he also uh, ripped his friend's uh, shirt. And with that, we're starting Lamed Aleph Amud Aleph. First line in the middle of the line. Gufa, we're going to go back to what we said before. Where Amar of Hasda, Moderi bin Nehunia bin Akana, Begonev, Helbo, Shil Haverov, Achalosh, Uhayav. Rabbi Nehunia bin Akana, admits, he agrees, that if someone stole his friend's uh, prohibited, what's asur, the asur fat, the halev, he stole it from his friend, and he ate it, he's hayav on just paying back because he stole, because he's hayav for stealing, he has to pay back the stealing before he ate the halev, and that's a whole different isur, so it was two separate things. So Lema Pligada Rabbi Abin. It sounds like he's arguing, Rav Hazaz arguing on Rabbi Abin, the Amar Rabbi Abin, Hazorek Hetz Mitahilat Arba the Sof Arba, if a person threw an arrow on Shabbat from one side of Arba Amot to the other side of Arba Amot in Rashut Arabim, Vikarashira in Balikhaton, while he shot that arrow, it went through someone's uh, silk. He's patur from paying because he's already hayav skila for throwing that arrow for Amot. Sha'akira sorechanahahi. Because when it landed, that was part of when it was uprooted, meaning it's all one big connected uh, isur. From the second he threw it till the second he landed. Hachanam, you have to say the same thing when someone stole someone's halev, hagabahalet sorech achilahi. When he picked it up and stole it from his friend, that was for eating it. So he should be hayav karet. And still, Rav Hasda holds that Rabbi Nehunia ben Akana would agree that you would have to pay for the halev even though he already has karet because kamle bidrabamin. That's exactly the opposite of Rabbi Abin who said he would be patur for the silk. The Kamar says, Hachi hashta, what are you comparing? Hatam over there by throwing the arrow on Shabbat, you can't have it land without it being uprooted first. So it goes together. It's all one big melacha. Over here, you could eat it without picking it up. He could bend over and eat it that way. And therefore, you have on the Gneva when you picked it up. Inami, or you could differentiate that hatam over there with the with the arrow on Shabbat. If you're trying to get that arrow back, it's already too late. You already shot the arrow, and that's it, too late. And that's why you're hayav on the the on the Shabbat part, and you're patur on the the, the stealing or ruining someone else's stuff part. Hacha over here by stealing someone's halev You could give it back if you want. Meaning the karet part, it doesn't automatically happen when you uh, pick it. When you pick it up, you could still stop it. And ma'ika ben ha'lishna the ha'lishna. What's the difference between the two uh, languages, the two hibukim, the two differentiations that we brought in? 
If a person is walking on Shabbat with a knife or amot reshut arabim, and he ripped someone's uh, uh, silk on while he was walking. According to the one who said that the whole Isur is that you can't have it a land without it being uprooted first and hachanami same thing with the knife you can't have a land without it being uprooted meaning it was all one big melacha and therefore he's hayav on the, the skila the shabbat part of things and therefore he's patur on the silk however but according to the one who said that the difference is that you can't get that arrow back when walking with the knife, Matzeh Mahadar, that he could bring back that knife uh, before it rips the the before it rips the silk, so he should be hayav on it. Okay, Gufa, let's go back to something we said before. Amar bi Abin Hazorek Hetzmit Hilat Arba Lasofa Arba. If a person uh, shot an arrow from one side of a shooter Abim to the other, for Amot to shooter Abim v'Karashir Abim Belichatop Patur, and while the arrow was going, it ripped uh, silk. He's Patur Shakirat Zorek Hanahai. Because the uprooting was done so it could land. Mativ Rav Bebai Bar Abaye. Bebai Bar Abaye asked a question. We had learned in the Brayta, Gonef Kis Shabbat. If a person stole a wallet on Shabbat, Hayav, he has to pay back what he stole. Why? Shekvanit Hayav Begeneva, Kodim Shavu, Lide Isur Sekila. Because the minute he picked it up, he's Hayav on uh, stealing and he has to give that money back before the whole Skila came into it. If he was dragging it out of the yard into Rishut Arabim, he's patur on the, the stealing part. Because the minute he walked out with it, he's hayav for the Shabbat part and the stealing part at the same time. He picked it up. It was for for walking out with it. And he should be hayav on Yisur Shabbat also. He should be hayav on both. Like my answer is the What are we dealing with? Originally, when he picked up the wallet, he wanted to hide it in the owner's yard. What happened? And he changed his mind afterwards, and he and now he started walking outside with it. Meaning, when he originally picked it up, it was not to go to Shutarabim. Sometime, a couple seconds later, he decided he while he's holding that wallet and he's walking around the Shutarabim, he wants to go to Shutarabim. And that's why he's Hayav on the stealing part, not the Shabbat part. So the Gemara asks, If a person picked it up in order to hide it in the Shud and then he moved the Shud Rabim, is he Hayav? If a person is moving things in his house from one corner to the other, while he's picking them up, he changes his mind, he wants to get out of the Shud Rabim, because when he originally picked it up, it wasn't for the sake of taking it out of the Shutarabim. So now you see from here that a person who picks up something not to get out of Shutarabim and then he changes his mind, he is not Hayav. So then why does the Braita say he's already Hayav in Geneva before he gets to Isra Skela? So the Gemara goes back on what it said. Don't say that the Perush of the Braita is that he picked it up so he could hide it. Ela Emas, explain. Alminat he picked it up, he wanted to take it out, and that's why he's Hayav on the Hotsa'ah. And Hachabimaskinan, what are we talking about? Ahmad, where he stopped, meaning he picked up the wallet, he stopped, and now it's a new akira, 
which is mevatel, which cancels out the first akira, the first the uprooting, and now he's hayav. The one says, Ahmad lemai, why is he standing? Ilechatef, if it's just to fix whatever he has on his back, or how that's the way of walking, meaning he wasn't uh, he wasn't negating what he originally did, the original hotza'ah. Ela, what are we talking about? I guess it was a heavy bag, and he was uh, he was holding it. He was just standing over there, just a couple of seconds to relax and then to move on. says, "Okay, fine." What would be the halacha if he just stood for a second to rearrange that uh, bag of money on his uh, shoulder? Patur. If you if you want to say patur, patur. If you already tell me in the Braita that he's uh, dragging it and walking out, dragging and walking out. He's patur. Niflog venit nebedi dem. Just say it's patur in the in, in, in the exact case. And he picked it up and he's stopping. And explain the difference would be bamed v'amamurim when you hayav bamed lafush when you stood over there to relax. Avalekatef when you're just trying to fix what you have on your back. Patur. Ela. I guess we have this question. It's a good question. How many have to say who is this Braita that holds? A person who's walking, it's like he's stopping. Meaning every time he takes another step, it's like a new Akira. And when you pick, when you stole the wallet, the original Akira, that's one thing. And it has nothing to do with Shabbat. The second step or the third step or the step before he walks outside that makes it a new akira for going out to Rishut Arabim, and that's why he would be hayab, meaning the hayuv of Geneva and the hayuv of Shabbat didn't come together. So the Gemara says, great, what would be the halakha if he threw it? He took that wallet and he threw it out to Rishut Arabim. You want to say patur? If it's patur, then you should explain that in the Brayta. When are you hayav on the stealing? That's bim if you're walking. But if you threw it, patur, because it came together. So like Mark explains, the Brayta, there was a hidush over there. And you need to tell us the halakha about when the guy stole and was dragging it out. I thought that's not the way to carry outside by dragging, and therefore you should be patur. What's the situation where the Brayta says you'd be hayav on dragging? If it's big or hehu, that's the way you usually pick up something big, you drag it. So what's the hidush? If it's something small, that's not the way you carry something, and he should be patur. That's not the way of carrying. I'd rather be talking about something uh, in the middle where you could uh, carry it if you want to, and sometimes you drag it. So in that type of situation. Where do you take it out to? If you look out to the Isur Shabbat, the Isur of taking it from one Isur to the other, however, Isur Geneva, Leka, you don't have the Isur of stealing. Dragging doesn't make it a Kenyan. You don't acquire something when dragging it in Isur Shabbat. But if you took it out from a shoot, uh, from one shoot of the owner to a shoot of the ganav, meaning you took it home, isur You have stealing isur shabbat leka because you didn't go from yirshut ahid to shoot rabim. So what are we talking about? You took it out to the side streets of a shoot rabim. Uchman and like who? If you want to tell me it's like Rabbi Lezer will hold that the size of Rishut Rabim is like Rishut Rabim, well, Isur Shabbat, Ika, Isur Gnevadek, then you have Isur Shabbat, you don't have Isur of stealing. 
because the, the dragging doesn't uh, make you connect. And Ikarabana, if it's like Rabana Damret, Sider Shutarabim, Lavkir Shutarabim Damu, the sides of Shutarabim are not like Shutarabim, Isrug Nevaika, then you stole it. However, Isur Shabbat Leka, but it's not considered a Shutarabim, therefore you didn't do an Isur uh, to get punished for Shabbat. So the Gemara explains, no, Allah, Kribila Ezer, we hold like Kribila Ezer, that the sides of Shutarabim are like Shutarabim. When did he say they like That's for the Hayuv of Shabbat. What's the reason? Sometimes people squish in Rashut Rabim and they go over there. When it comes to buying and selling, acquiring things, he is Kone in this Sadr Shut Rabim. It's like a Shut Rahid. What's the reason? Because there's it's only like an alley, it's, it's a side street, it's nothing serious, and therefore a Yahid could say it's like his. Meaning, although it's a shoot, Rabim are not there technically, and therefore, if a person brought something there, he'd, be, he'd acquire it, and therefore he'd be Hayav. Now, the Gemara is going to bring a different explanation to the Braita. This time it's Ravashe Amar, that last part of the Braita where he's dragging out the, the wallet, the Rashut Harabim. Meaning, even though a dragging doesn't make an acquisition in Rishut HaRabim, still, we could call it stealing. Why? If he lowered his second hand under three tfahim, meaning it's very close to the ground of Rishut HaRabim, so he has, let's say, the left hand holding that bag, that bag of money or that suitcase of money, and his hand is very close to the ground, the other hand is dragging it, vekiblo, and he's accepting it that way, he's acquiring it that way, at that point he's acquiring it, a person's hand is like four by four tefahim area, meaning even though your hand is very small, if you're holding onto something, you have your own personal space, which is considered uh, its own reshut uh, for uh, like of Shabbat. So meaning if someone threw something at you and you grabbed onto it, he's hayav. And therefore, same idea when stealing, if the hand is uh, close to the ground, he'd be hayav. And since the stealing and the hotza'ah of Shabbat came at the same time, therefore, kamna b'darba and he's a patur on the stealing part. And by the way, ravaha matnehachi, ravaha, he also explained the Brata where the hand was under three Tfahim uh, from, uh, very close to the ground, and therefore it's considered an acquisition. However, Rabina argues and Matnele Olam da Pekele Shutarabim were talking about it, talking out Rishutarabim. Ube Shutarabim Nami Kana and Rishutarabim, you also Kone when you're dragging it. And Yisur Shabbat and Yisur Gineva came at the same time. And Vidarvayu both Rav Ahan Rabina. They're arguing on trying to understand the following Mishnah. If a person stole a ox, so he's dragging and taking out from the owner's property to shoot and the cow died in the shoot of the owner. Patur, because he didn't uh, he didn't acquire it yet. If he picked up that cow somehow, or he took it out of the owner's property and then the cow died, Hayav. Rabina is trying to understand something from the Resha, and Rabaha understood something that Yekim is safe from the second part. 
Ravina was medek from the first part where it said he's dragging it and it died in the shoot of the owner he's patur because it died in the owner's property how but if he took it outside of the property he'd be hayab what do you understand that it doesn't make a difference if he took it out of the shoot tarabim he's hayab he had to pick it up and take it out from Meshud Alim, and then you'd be Hayab. Taking out has to be like uh, picking it up. When you pick it up, it comes to your shoot. When you're taking it out from Meshud Alim to shoot whoever the thief is, then it has to come into his reshut, meaning just by dragging it. Through Rishut Arabim is not enough to be Kone according to Ravaha. Now, the obvious question is that the Ravaha, Ravaha was Medayek from the Sefa, Kashia Resha. The Resha is a problem, and uh, the Ravina, who is Medayek from the Resha, Kashia Sefa, the Sefa is a problem. So the Gemara tries to compromise. Resha, where it says that it died in Rishut Arabim, he's Patur, the Ravaha lo Kashia. It's not a problem with Ravaha. Because he'll just explain that. As long as it didn't come into his own property, it's still called in Rashut Abalim. So even if it's in Rashut Harabim, it's not the thief's property, and therefore he'd be Patur. And on that note, Sefa, where we learned that if you picked it up and took it out, according to Ravina, who holds that dragging in Rashut Arabim is, uh, is considered an acquisition, the Sefa is not a problem. Why? You could always say that which is equal to meaning just dragging something out, taking it out and picking it up, is not the same thing. And when he took it out, he's Kone, even if he, it didn't come to his, uh, his Rashut yet. Next, we learned in the Mishnah Aviv, if a person was with his sister or with his father's sister, even though that's a surkaret, still there is a fine if they're in Arab. So the Gemara right away asks, the following people get makot. If someone was with Habala Hoto, with the sister of Alahot Aviv, Valahot Imo, with his father's sister, his mother's sister, Valahot Isho, his wife's sister, Valeshet Ahiv, his brother's wife, they got divorced after engagement, Valeshet Ahi Aviv, or if his father's, his father's brother's wife, Valhanida, in all these cases, you get Makot. And we know the famous halacha, there's no double jeopardy. You can't get makot from a betin and force you to pay. There's a famous pasuk, The shofet gives the guy makot. You hit him al achat. is a famous limud in masechet makot and so on. That you hit him once and not for two rishayot. You don't double jeopardy. You don't punish a guy twice. So the Gemara explains, Amar Ola la Kashia. No, there's a difference. Our Mishnah, what says your Hayav the Knas, is Bahoto Na'ara. We're talking about where, this, where, the, where the sister is a Na'ara. She's in that age between 12 and 12 and a half. She has that Knas, and therefore you pay, but you don't get Makot. The Mishnah in Makot, where he's Hayav Malkot, that's Bahoto Bogeret. Over there, the sister is already over 12 and a half. She's a bogeret, and there is no knas. There's other things he has to pay. There's other things he has to get punished with. 
but uh, therefore, since he's not paying the fine, he could get makot. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.